Welcome. Jesus began his ministry in Galilee when he started to preach the gospel there. But what is the gospel? Well, the standard answer to that question is the good news. But a better answer would be the good message. Because you see, there's a difference between news and a message. Firstly, news is what we read in the newspaper or on the internet or what we see on, in television. Uh, but of course, those things did not exist at the time of Jesus. Instead, people received messages. But a message is a bit different from news. You see, news just happens to us. But the, a message, someone has to deliberately send that message. Jesus brought God's message to the people in Galilee. God had a good message for them. What was that message? Mark's Gospel says, The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe the gospel. The time is fulfilled. What time? The time that the people were waiting. The time that the people were waiting for God to send his king, to send Jesus among them. They knew it was going to happen. The Old Testament prophecies hundreds of years before declared that God would send a king to set Israel's people free from their sins, from the wrong things that they've done so that they could live a right relationship with God. That was the gospel that Jesus proclaimed. He announced that God's kingdom was at hand. It was near to them. Not that God was going to set up a country on earth. Not now. Not yet. Rather, God was going to set up his kingdom in their lives and they could be citizens of that country, that kingdom of God, when they believed and trusted in Jesus. Jesus told them, as John had told them, repent, turn from your wrong deeds, turn to the living God. And he told them to believe or to have faith or to trust in God and to trust in God's message. And so it was that proclaiming that message, Jesus decided to recruit the first disciples. He walked along by the Sea of Galilee and there were four fishermen working there. Simon, who we also call Peter, and his brother Andrew and James and John. They were working there and Jesus called them to be his disciples. But what is a disciple. This refers back to the ancient Jewish method of a rabbi teaching pupils. He didn't just teach them in the school. No, those pupils, students, disciples, they lived with him. They had to learn everything about the way he lived and the way he followed God's law. And so it was that Jesus called Peter and Andrew and James and John to join with him, to follow him, to live with him for the next three years as he taught them 
about God. Now, they already knew something about Jesus. We know this from John's Gospel. Andrew certainly, and probably some of the others, had followed John the Baptist previously in a similar way. But now they were going to follow Jesus. To what extent is this relevant to us today? Well, most of us don't need to leave our jobs to follow Jesus. They left their fishing boats where they'd been working. They probably thought they'd be fishermen all their lives. Most of us don't need to do that to follow Jesus. But we do have to follow him. We have to choose to live with him, to make him part of our lives. In fact, to give him the most important place in our lives. And we have to leave things too. Certainly, we have to leave the wrong behaviour that we were doing previously. We have to change our attitudes. We have to decide that we are living for God. After Jesus called his first disciples, he went into the synagogue, the religious building in Capernaum. There still remains of an ancient synagogue in the town of Capernaum, which the archaeologists have dug up and which you can go and see in Israel. And it was probably on that same site that Jesus went to the synagogue and preached. But that service didn't proceed without interruption. No, a man came into that service. The Bible says he had an unclean spirit, an evil spirit, a demon that possessed him and that controlled him and probably caused him to do all sorts of unclean things. And this man came into the place where Jesus was preaching and started shouting out, What have you to do with us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Yes, the demon knew who Jesus was and spoke out against him. But Jesus didn't want testimony from a demon. He didn't want a demon proclaiming to the people that he truly was God's Holy One. And Jesus didn't want that man to suffer under the control of that demon any longer. We've heard about exorcisms, when people try to cast out an evil spirit from someone. And we maybe heard about them lasting for hours as people have struggled and struggled. But no, Jesus had power over that evil spirit. And that power was very clear. Jesus simply said, be silent and come out of him. And the man was set free. The man shrieked loudly, but he was free from that unclean spirit. And this, this thing that had upset his mind and disturbed his behaviour, perhaps for years, was free from him. The man was just, he thought, normally. His mind was clear. The, the temptation to do evil and dirty and unclean things, all of this had passed from him. And the people were amazed, amazed at this because they'd seen, they'd heard a new teaching. They'd heard a message from God and that it had authority, that God's message, the gospel, 
had power, power to set people free, power to help people who are suffering, who are in trouble, power to rescue people who the devil has treated cruelly. And Jesus went preaching the gospel in that power. I'm going to read you the passage of Mark's gospel now, which I've been talking about. It's Mark chapter 1, verses 14 to 28. I'm reading again from the English Standard Version, that's the ESV. Now, after John was arrested, Jesus came into Galilee, proclaiming the gospel of God and saying, The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. Passing alongside the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, the brother of Simon, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, Follow me, and I will make you become fishers of men. And immediately they left their nets and followed him. And going on a little farther, he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, who were in their boat, mending the nets. And immediately he called them, and they, le and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hard servants, and followed him. And they went into Capernaum, and immediately on the Sabbath he entered the synagogue, and was teaching. And they were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one who had authority and not as the, as the scribes. And immediately there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit. And he cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent, and come out of him. And the unclean spirit, convulsing him and crying out with a loud voice, came out of him. And they were all amazed, so that they questioned among themselves, saying, What is this? A new teaching with authority? He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. And at once his fame spread everywhere throughout all the surrounding region of Galilee. 